Hello and welcome to the Knitting on the Run podcast, where it's always knitting and fun in 30 minutes or less. Show notes can be found at windswepknits.com. You can find me on Instagram and Ravelry as windswepnoni, and on Facebook and Twitter as windswepknits. This is episode 97, recorded November 5th, 2021. Well, hello, it's been a little while. Life has been a bit crazy around here. So with the kids back in school full-time this year, I've been taking classes and time has gotten a little short and I did not realize as much time has passed as it actually has. Sorry about that. So I definitely needed to record an episode for you folks. Segments this week include housekeeping, be a helper craft along, FOs, whips, out and about, and I've got sunshine. Housekeeping. So first up, I will be starting up a few test knits soon, all for sleeveless tops. If you're interested, please join my test knitter mailing list. You can reach it online on my website, windswepknits.com slash testknitters. That's also linked in the show notes, and I will put that up in the Ravelry group. So if you're interested, just go to my Ravelry group and the page is there as well. If you join this list, you will only get emails related to test knitting, nothing else, no notifications, no how hey, how you doing emails, nothing. This, this list is just for test knitters. I will be having three or four test knits starting up in the next couple months with yarns ranging from fingering to DK, and I would love to have you join. Be a helper craft along. Yay, the sixth annual craft along is back this year. The dates for this year are December 15th, to February 28th. We'll go over the rules. They're pretty much the same as previous years. Anything you make for any charity counts. It does not have to be knit, crochet, woven, or spun. Anything you make for any charity. One entry per finished object, please. We're going to tweak the submissions this year. Last year, I used the Google form only because of Ravelry accessibility issues, but that actually turned out to be a problem for some users. So we're going to do a hybrid this year and see how it works. Uh, And if it's a little bit too much work, we may have to adapt on the fly, but we'll run with it. So this year, for finished objects, I will have a finished object thread in the Ravelry group for those who are much more comfortable on Ravelry, and I will also have the Google form. And that link will be coming soon, once we get a little bit closer to the start date. Donating blood also counts. Just go ahead, post a picture of yourself with your mandate, or sip in your OJ afterwards, or something along those lines. You know, we we're we're not policing this. We just want you to, you know, show us that you've you've done it. Also, we're here to cheer you on. The Google form and the Ravelry form will close when I wake up on March 1st. So you have all evening to get it in if you're, you know, rushing to get something done. And whips, of course, are always welcome. I do have a few prizes lined up already, but if anyone would like to offer a prize, please let me know. I'll announce the prizes on the next episode. And as many of you may know, last year's Craft Along fell victim to... COVID stress and my pod fading, so I'm going to go ahead and award those prizes today. Thank you very much, all of you, for your patience. I put everyone's entries from the Google form into a spreadsheet, and I do numbers ahead of time so that my phone won't set off your phone. So Little Miss um, S-I-R-I, if you know who I'm talking about, picked numbers 9 and 14. Number 9 is Danielle D.M. Brown, who receives a skein of Erin Moore Donegal Heritage from the Fiber Company in the Orla colorway. That is a lovely burnt orange colorway. Number 14 is Shelly, a.k.a. Knitting Travels, who wins a skein of Anchor Bay from Cascade Yarns in the extremely descriptive color number 28, which is a lovely, nice, muted green shade. It's really pretty, actually. Danielle and Shelly, please send me your mailing addresses, and I will send these yarn skeins to you. 
And to make up for pod fading and awarding prizes very late this year, I am actually going to change the last prize. Originally, I had offered a pattern prize for my self-published patterns to any one winner. But instead, I'm going to award that to everyone who participated as a thank you for your patience. If you entered an FO in last year's BA Helper Craft Along, you have won one of my self-published patterns. Please send me an email to windswiftmonique at gmail.com. That's also in the show notes. Or DM me on Ravelry. I'll cross-reference you against my list of FOs, just so we're sure only participants receive this prize. And then I can gift you the pattern via Ravelry, or I can email it to you. Just let me know how you want to receive it. Finished objects, FOs. So, I finished the priestess coat on time for Rhinebeck. Yay! Very happy. It was definitely a bit of a rush at the end, especially since I decided I did want the hood, because the hood was just beautiful. So I finished that. It's all done in Lion Brand Shawl in a Ball. And the pattern is by Morale Fiber. And I'll link all that in the show notes if you want to go look it up. I used the Feng Shui colorway, which was a gray to white, or actually more black to white gradient for the body of the coat and a variety of jewel tones for both the inserts at the bottom, the diamond-shaped inserts, which made it like a a kerchief bottom, as well as I used a purple, a, a, a pale purple to really dark purple for the hood. And then the last yarn used was called Lion Brand Go for Faux, and it was in the larger size. That yarn does come in two sizes. I used, I think it's bulky or super bulky. And that is a furry, like a, like a, you know, like an animal fur type of furry yarn. Very, very furry. And you actually do the edging in a crochet around the, the cuffs and around the hood. And it came out beautiful. And you can't believe that the edging is crochet. Every time I show it to folks, they're like, oh, how how did you sew on that fur edging? And I I actually show them, you know, stick my fingers in between the double crochets and show them. And people's minds are just blown because it does not look crocheted. You know, um, Regina, who designed this morale fiber, just genius, absolute genius. I I highly recommend her crochet patterns. She really has a gift when it comes to designing crochet. I love this coat. Kind of toying with making another one in blue, just to, you know, have different ones in different seasons. Maybe this one be like blue with like, I have extra of the white to gray, the feng shui color, and have something more I could wear, you know, to a work party versus something that definitely is more, the, the one I finished is definitely more like letting my inner Stevie Nicks shine, which I absolutely love and that is very me. But it might be nice to have one with maybe the smaller diamond shape inserts, so a little bit of a toned down coat in a toned down color that I could wear to, you know, like my husband's company office party once they start those back up again, those sorts of things. Because it is a really, it's a statement, in even in, in, a, in a calm set of colors, it would be a statement coat, a very statement piece. And I love it. And I'm wearing it all over the place. And people are like, say, oh my goodness, I love your coat. Where'd you buy that? Oh, I made it. I, I was at the allergist. They asked me where I bought my coat. And I told them that I made it. And the nurse's jaw just hit the floor. She went and grabbed her fellow nurse who was a crocheter to come in and take a look at it. <laughs> it made getting an allergy test a lot more fun because we could talk about crochet while they were pricking my arms to find out what I'm allergic to. <laughs> so note to self, always bring the crafts with you when you're going to the doctor's office. <laughs> Works in progress. So per socks, I am on sock number two. It's coming along. I think this happened... Yes, this was between the last episode and this episode. I had a massive knitting fail, which was lovely, let me tell you. Heavy sarcasm there. I got to the point where I needed to turn the heel. 
So I went to count out the stitches to make sure I had the right number on each needle, because at one point the, some, the needle had gotten pulled out while it was sitting in my purse, and I realized the whole foot was four stitches short. Yeah, that was fun. So I was in school pickup line in my car, so I ripped that whole foot right back to the toe, put it on the needles, did one more round of increases, and now I actually just turned the heel yesterday. So it's it's back. I, I'm working on the, you know, the up leg portion, the ankle right now. It's coming along. I want to finish this soon so I can drop it in the mail to get it to the recipient in time for Christmas, because as we all know, shipping is going to be a bit bonkers this year. So yeah, it's a friendly reminder, anybody who wants to ship something for Christmas or order something for Christmas, do it now, please, or just, or don't expect it to be there in time. I'm also working on three pattern samples at the moment. Three. Yes, I have three, 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 three running right now and one about to cast on. So I'll have four pattern samples working on very soon. I can't talk much about them yet. Hopefully I'll be able to talk about them. Two of them, at least, I'll be able to talk about them very soon, which is great. Uh, these are not the ones that are going in for um, test knitting. These are, these are other ones. The test knitter ones are the samples are already done. But I am very excited. I have some very fun patterns coming to you over the next year or two, and I can't wait to share them with you. I have swatched for a new sweater for myself, something that I am not designing because sometimes I like to just pick up a pattern and knit and not have to do the math by myself. I want something, in this case, I want something easy and mindless to work on after designing all day. So I am starting the Recalibrate Top by Shana Lines. I'm going to be using Nomad Yarns hand-dyed cotton rayon blend, and that comes in a variety of colorways. It's their gelato line. So it's um, those like pastels that a real proper Italian gelato comes up. Not the not the fluorescent pink ones you see sometimes, you know, at your local ice cream store. But like 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 a nice pale pink, orange, yellow, green, blue, and purple. I have the whole rainbow, all six colors. But the nice thing about this top is the whole thing is in garter stitch and there aren't even any short rows. So this is perfect for when my brain is tired. So I have a couple other patterns that I'm working on that I pick up periodically when my brain is not tired that someone else has designed. And I love these patterns that I can't wait till they're done and I can't wait till I wear them. But sometimes your brain is just fried. So I picked this one on purpose because the whole thing is garter stitch. Just all of it. So my gauge is completely off. So I will have to do a little bit of of math, but not much. But I have tons of this yarn. Like I said, I've got six skeins, so I'm not worried about running out of yarn at all. And what I'm going to do actually is make it kind of rainbow-ish. So I'm it, the way Raina designed it, sorry, the way Shana designed it is that it's in stripes. And so what I'm going to do is the left portion of the body, I'm going to do the pink and orange stripes. I'm going to do the center panels on the front and back yellow, so just plain old yellow. And then the right half of the body is the green and blue stripes. And I'm going to put the purple panel at the bottom because the purple really goes with all the other colors quite well. So I'm going to kind of be a walking rainbow, but like a pastel ice cream colored rainbow. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to it. It'll be ready to wear next spring when it's warm enough to wear a short sleeve, you know, garter stitch knit again. The Star Wars scarf for Thing 2 for Christmas is coming along quite well. I am doing a minimum of 10 rows per day, and I am happy to say, as of last night, I am halfway. Woohoo! Yeah, I was, especially with, with spraining my wrist, it made double knitting in particular very difficult because you do have to twist your wrist more, I find, with double knitting than you do when you're just knitting a row, you know, knit or purl 
and then swap to knit or purl when it's back and forth, knit, purl, knit, purl, knit, purl, every single stitch. It was start, it was aggravating my wrist when my wrist was sprained. So I was really worried that this would not get done in time, but I am halfway. The Millennium Falcon finished as of last night. So if you folks have not seen this pattern, it's chart only, but it's a free pattern and I'll link to it in the show notes. And the first third of the scarf is the light side of the force. So you've got the rebel symbol, tauntauns, you've got Mandalorian, there's blasters, there's spaceships. The central panel is some of that Star Wars font writing thing. And no, I have no clue what it actually says, but it's, it's cute. And then you have the Millennium Falcon and the Death Star. And the third side of the, or sorry, the third panel of the scarf is the dark side of the force. So you've got stormtroopers and the and the empire symbol and like all that sort of thing. It's very clever design. I made one last year for my older son and he adored it. And it was a surprise for him. And my younger son had watched me knit it when my older son was at school because my little guy was still in preschool last year. So with our hybrid scheduling last fall, I worked on it the days my older son was in school. And so my little guy saw me knitting it. And then around, oh, it was right around this time of year, maybe another week or two, end of December last, or, sorry, end of November last year, my younger son came up to me and asked, Mommy, I really love the Star Wars scarf. Could you make that for me for next Christmas? Not this Christmas, next Christmas, which was very astute of him. He was only, he just turned like, a, like it was five years and like three months at the time. He was a little guy last year. And he realized how much time it took to make a knitted anything and so he knew that he could never ask me to get make it for him in four weeks to Christmas. But he knew that if I if he asked me for a year from Christmas, I would have time to make it. So I was I was impressed with his logic and his his calculations. There, he figured that out on his own. I didn't have to tell him. And I said, Yeah, well, you know, we can, we can probably do that. We'll yeah, we'll talk about it after Christmas. Let mommy finish this one, and I kind of let it drop. And he brought it up like once or twice after that, like leading up to the Christmas holiday. And then after Christmas with all the, the toys and stuff, and, you know, we kind of forgot all about it, but mommy remembered. Mommy went out. Oh, and I should add, he wanted it in purple. That's his favorite color. Everything has got to be in purple. So mommy went out and found the same yarn in purple. So I've got, uh, I think it's Lion Bread. It's True Boo, which is a 100% bamboo yarn. And actually, it works up great in a scarf because because it is nice and drapey. Your, um, if your stitch gauge is a tiny bit off, it actually, the drape, I find, helps kind of block the scarf quite well and it really looks good when you're wearing it so don't ever let anyone tell you you can't use a particular yarn type like fiber type in in a pattern you need to try before you believe them because yeah you can do double knitting in bamboo quite easily out and about virtually so i've got some virtual events coming up that i can mention to you vogue knitting live at home is coming up november 11th through 14th the GGKCS podcast is having their annual autumnal owl that is wrapping up at the end of the month. You can visit their Facebook page for more details. I have that linked in the show notes. Down Cellar Studios Pigskin Party is up and running again this year. You can participate on Instagram or on Ravelry. And I'm linking to Boston Jen's website, which has all the details and the sign-up page. I am both a sponsor and a participant again this year, and it's lots of fun. Stitches at Home starts up tomorrow. It's running November 6th, 7th, 13th, and 14th. And if you have any events or anything else you'd like me to share, please email me, windsweptmonique at gmail.com. I'm going to wrap up the show here. As I mentioned, I'm taking classes, and I do have to run to a class in a minute or two. So I hope all of you are having a wonderful week, a great November, that you're all safe and sound and healthy. And keep those legs and those needles moving. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.